The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Meg Walker-Robinson. Welcome, Meg. Why, thank you, Ms. Shapiro-Babin, and how has your how have your holidays been so far? You know, my holidays have been very, very lovely, thank you. Very peaceful, which is oh, nice. Oh, that is the best type of holiday to have. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. And how about you, young lady? You just celebrated a birthday over the weekend. Yes, I'm trying to decide which one. I think I'll go with 34. And uh, quite well, thank you. Uh, in fact, I celebrated two, my husband's, then, uh, then Christmas, and then mine. So that's, that's, how, we, that's how we roll here in <laughs> Centerville, Virginia. One big celebration, as life should be. Exactly. And we're continuing the celebration at Webmaster Radio because we love you, Meg Walker Robinson. That's so sweet of you. That is so sweet of you. And you're ageless, darling. That's what we love. (laughs) Thank you. And um, so we have for our... um, for our lovely interview today on the 29th of December, barely still in 2010. Amazing, isn't it? This year I blinked and it was over. Yes. It's amazing how quickly this year has gone, and there have been so many wonderful things that um, that you guys have been participating in this year at uh, at um, Webmaster Radio, including, of course, AFCON, both in Denver and in Miami. Awesome, awesome shows. And then doing a lot of uh, reporter work at... Uh, at ad tech and at SES, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's been uh, been a busy busy year over there. It has. You know, we definitely have. Um, you, should, you should hire you as my publicist. Um, <laughs> um, I, I just could never afford what you were worth, my dear. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yes, you are correct. Webmaster Radio is very proud to be the official online radio network for ad tech and search and strategies and search marketing expo and a bunch of other really, really uh, wonderful conference series. And the nice thing is, is we reach out to all of their intended attendees, attendees, exhibitors and sponsors and really keep everyone up to the moment. Um, with what's happening in the conference space and making sure that, you know, if you do go to a conference that you're able to navigate those waters and really maximize your experience. So. Exactly, and that's really important, especially if you are going for the first time. You really need to understand who you can meet, what what types of um, services are uh, are exhibiting, what kinds of sessions you should attend, because it's a big expenditure, you know, mm-hmm. and it's easy to go to those shows and be lost, especially ad tech because it's so big. Oh, absolutely, and I think it's you know it's, it's trying to understand what your objectives are when you go to a conference. 
you know, being very, very honest here. Here's my goals. Here's my objectives. And then trying to figure out the best path to take, you know, so you because you've got education, you have networking, you have, you know, biz deal opportunities. And, you know, I definitely think that, you know, we definitely help hold people's hands to make sure that they understand um, every aspect of what the conference has to offer so they can maximize it. So that is terrific. We've got a great guest today. Yes, we do. We do. Mr. John Rarick is joining us today. And um, he is... He is uh, a CEO and co-founder of Bulls IPR, which he started in 2002 with a friend of his who uh, actually was, uh, a, I believe, a big wig in PR over at Pfizer. And they did something, I think, pretty exciting, which is, you know, talking about starting the new year off right. They decided, sort of like what we did here at Webmaster Radio, we are not doing business with anyone we don't like. We want to be inspired about the people we do business with. And, uh, you know, from a kitchen table, once again, was born a very successful company. So let's do this. Let's take our first commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we'll chat with our featured guest today, John Rurick. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2011 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 28, 2011. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2011 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. 
Hi, and welcome back to uh, Cover Story today. This is Meg Walker-Robinson from PR Web. We're joined today by John Rarick. And uh, Brandy, tell us a little bit about John. Well, let me look into my crystal ball. Uh, <laughs> I think John's a fabulous singer who's actually going to serenade you for your birthday. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. He, he knows the power of the podcast, man. Um, but John is, actually, John's here. Why don't you tell us about you, John? Welcome, John Rarick. Well, thank you so much, Megan Brandy, and happy holidays to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I like nothing more than talking about John Rarick. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just referred to yourself in the third person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so tell um, us. Well, I'll give you the nickel tour of of me and Bullseye PR. Essentially, I I, I spent a long time in PR and brand development for some big publicly held companies like the Walt Disney Company and ESPN and Rainforest Cafe and then I guess most recently uh, World Wrestling Federation which is now World Wrestling Entertainment I kind of climbed my way up the corporate food chain as high as I could go and um, was sitting around with my now business partner and longtime friend Chuck DeBruin and we uh, said wouldn't it be awesome if all we had to do was work every day on brands we love and causes we believe in and just get go to work fired up every day and we work for fun brands but after a while you know what you you kind of have you you know what you're going to be doing for the year and you don't have that same crazy chaotic fun that an agency environment can can represent so he said why don't we and we whipped out a yellow legal pad and next two days, over the course of the next two days, we, we wrote a business plan. 30 days later, we opened Bullseye PR. That was 2002. Congratulations. Wow, and we stuck was... to the plan. We've only worked with brands we love and causes we believe in. And it, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. Yeah. And, makes... and have you maintained that crazy, excited agency, everything's new each day kind of environment? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we, we start every day with the whole team. There's there's ten ten of us here and um we start all the, every day at the conference room table and we kick around what's gonna happen, you know, in theory anyway for the day. And we get everybody involved in every account. While while they may not be the lead on every account, we like to hear from everybody because you never know where that that one great idea is going to come from. Exactly. So often it's a combination, right? So it's not just one person. It's I spur something that somebody else picks up on. That sounds like a wonderful way to start each day. Yeah, it does. And it also makes people proud of what they do and feeling like they can actually make a contribution to the whole, not just a cog. No one wants to be a oh, cog. Absolutely. Everyone wants to be a co- you know collaborator, but not a cog. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, I don't have all the great ideas. I've, that's, I've been smart enough to surround myself with with all stars since we started, and uh, and it's paid off. But you know what happens? You chart the course of the day, and usually by about a, uh, ten thirty or eleven a.m., something happens, and everything just kind of takes a complete left turn, and, and you're doing something different for the rest of the day. And that's that's agency life. And you know what? It's not for everybody. And when we bring new people in, um, if I see someone who's had a career in corporate PR, I always tell them, "Hey, you know what? It's not going to be like that anymore." You work at Charmin, you know the you know you're going to be pitching stories about how soft and absorbent the, the bathroom tissue is. And yeah, and I bet after the, same the third thing time you, after the third time you pitch that, it's probably a little tedious, right? Yeah, exactly. So, 
So, so you said you focus on the kinds of um, companies that interest you and uh, segments that excite you. Who is it that you work for, and what types of things do you do with them? Well, since my background was initially food and beverage and sports and entertainment, that, those are the that's where we started off. And as we grew, um, and the natural foods business began to grow, we started to go down the organic fair trade path and it's it's ah. where we've found the most success over the last three or four years and uh while we still we're still highly involved in entertainment um music particularly the organic foods and beverages are where things are happening right now some of our some of our clients are adina the makers of adina holistics all natural herbal elixirs we also represent mm-hmm. a brand called panella which is another mm-hmm all-natural organic beverage made from raw panela, which is a uh, very raw form of sugar made in Central and South America. Interesting. And uh, we've been working with Q-Bell all-natural chocolates as well, and, and they are the they're the largest producers of all-natural chocolate wafer bars and wafer rolls. Mm, now you're talking my talk. <laughs> I know. I was yeah. just thinking, hmm, chocolate, that sounds really good. I'm like, if it's organic <laughs> and it's going to be good for you, then... <laughs> exactly. That, that, so, so talk to us about, you know, you're taking some of these, I mean, you, obviously right now, from a sustainability perspective, you, there's a lot of focus on um, organic foods. What are you doing to help these people from a, like a global platform and social media and even podcasts? Because I heard you guys are really involved in, in podcasting. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. And of course, you, you guys both know that, you know, four or five years ago, social media programs were like an add-on feature. Someone would come to us and we'd put together a proposal and then I'd say, hey, would you also like to be in, you know, would you like us to, to take care of your social media? And you know what? It was a push, and sometimes it would be no, and sometimes it would be yes. Now, we would never in a million years put together a program that didn't have a highly integrated social media campaign. Um, and I think the key to what we do is that we make sure it's, it's just as strategic as the, the standalone PR plan. So that it's really it's really accenting what we're doing. So we're not just you'll never see any posting being done just for the sake of posting. It's always got to have a, a purpose, and it's got to be it's got to have a call to action, and it's got to have some sort of stimulus for multi-way conversation between fans and the company. Excellent. So talk to us about creating like a stable base of like of fans, quote unquote, and and how you create that conversation that helps personify the brand to the various audiences the way you need them to? Well, sure. Uh, one of the things we've done is is we've been able to drive traffic from one social media platform to another, for instance, from Twitter to Facebook, because you can't. It, it's impossible to just start. You don't want to go out there and, and inorganically start to just gather fans. It's got to be real, and there's got to be a reason for it. So one of the things we've been doing a lot this year is creating contests for our clients that are based on social media. And one, one instance is with Cubell Chocolate. They wanted to be able to get more involved in charitable causes, mm-hmm. but they weren't tied to any one particular charity. So they created a program where they were willing to donate $100 each month to a different charity, but, they, but what they did is they had people via their social media platforms submit the reasons why Cubell should donate to their charity. Excellent. And it was really interesting because it got so many people talking not only about different charities but about how Cubell was involved in them 
that it, it just was wonderful. And it ended up taking their their fan base on Facebook from a couple hundred to several thousand pretty quickly. Oh, that's exciting. One of the one of the comments that I've heard about um, about Facebook. Um, people that are particularly active on Facebook from a consumer side or even from a business side, well, primarily consumer side, is it's so easy to jump on a bandwagon when it's something fun like changing your changing your image to your favorite cartoon or something like that. And, of course, there was a lot of press about that about a month ago. But when it goes beyond that point of participation, there's sort of this this the stop, right? <laughs> so people want to do the fun stuff, but when it comes to actually going out and volunteering for organizations or providing their money, um, consumers tend to be a little bit reticent to do that. So it sounds like Cubell really has found sort of a nice segue between that uh, the term being slacktivist, right, <laughs> to oh, yeah. to someone who can really participate and make a difference. Well, and you know, you don't. It, the the key is to not always make it about the brand. People don't participate in social media. No one no one starts a Facebook account so that they can get bombarded with brand information. <laughs> right. It's just, yeah. it's just not it's not the purpose for it. the purpose is is for people to interact on their time when they want to, how they want to. So to bring other things to the table other than hey, here's the latest article about our candy bar or our you know our our new sneaker or whatever to bring relevant interesting content to the table i think that's the key you know what i i agree with you first of all absolutely i'm all about the relevant part but i love and i i want our listeners to really pay special attention to this um you know from a chart i, I we definitely believe in giving back here. I, I know that PR Web is all about giving back, yep. but I think it's so important because it's unfortunate. Every charity is a good charity, and people are very passionate about their own personal charities, whether it's, God forbid, a single person who's had a tragedy and it's a town rallying around that person or the American Cancer Society or you know any of the other charitable organizations out there. And if you, if you can put together a contest that resonates with every single person because it allows them to engage with your organization on a level that they feel good about and then even better, continue to help promote you, that's a win-win. Exactly. You know, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that, that's the big thing. I think that people don't always realize that you can, especially org companies, you can make a huge difference when it comes to um, philanthropic endeavors, but you don't have to be a martyr about it. You can create a campaign. You can be a hero you can, or a champion. You can create a campaign that gives a strong lift to one or multiple charities, but also put your company front and center when it comes to PR and marketing. Couldn't agree with you more, Brandy. Yeah, I mean, I just and I and I I think what you guys have done with the chocolate campaign is is a perfect illustration of how to really do good works, but also benefit the brand as well. No one has to be a martyr. So true. So, let, so let's ta talk a little bit about you had ta started talking early on about developing a strategy behind um, building your social media plan as as it is integrated with a PR plan without giving away your secret sauce. No, give away the what secret sauce. It's <laughs> a person. No, we can't ask for that because Why can't of course we? but of No, of the answer is always no. The way John and his team do it, but what are some of the what are some of the recommendations that you see would be necessary for businesses to consider as they're building out their own strategic plan? 
Oh, you know what? It, it, and there's no secret sauce because at the end of the day, it's about doing the work, and I think that's what people don't understand. And I think I think a lot of companies think, "Hey, we'll get on Twitter, and just because we're because we're there, we'll get tons of Twitter followers, and everyone will will click on every link that we post for everything." And that that that's not the case. the The strategy behind it should be consistent with what your brand message and the rest of your PR strategy is. Um, it, it, you you approach it differently. Like we said before, you don't want to just start slamming uh, brand content down for the sake of, of brand content down people's throats. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't come back around and promote the brand, then it's useless. Mm-hmm. So it it's, has to follow the same strategic plan as your regular PR program, um, but done in a way that, that is softer, and doesn't uh, doesn't come off like overt brand promotion. It's you know it's, I don't mean to oversimplify it, but it's it's really got to be tied into the program at the end of the day. Or once again, it's it's just uh, it's just words. You know, your 140 characters mean right. nothing. No, I I agree. And you know, it really, you know, we've been talking to a lot of companies about you know pull technology per se versus push which, you know, I think is super important going forward because you're right. Everybody gets barraged with a ton of information and if you can engage someone to pull the information they want from you, now you've got someone that's loyal. That's right. And this is really your way. We have so few ways where we can get multi-way conversation going with, with consumers and fans. And this is one way to do it and where they can have fun and they can feel like they're part of something. Exactly. Well, John and Brandy, we need to take a brief break. And when we come back, John, would love to touch on some of the work that you're doing with podcasting and social media. So right. for right now, brief homage to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Round-trip plane tickets, $1,100. Four-night hotel stay, $900. Conference passes, $2,000. And to think how far your dollar could go every month by working with WebmasterRadio.fm. On air and on demand at some of the most premier trade shows around, we report from booth to booth, session to session, keynote to keynote. That can be sponsored by you. Plus, we throw unforgettable networking functions where your message can be conveyed via audio or video from the ceiling to the floor. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a free consultation. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. 
AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of webmasterradio.fm, and I am joined with my fabulous co-host, Meg Walker-Robinson of PR Web. And of course, our featured guest today is John Rarick. He is the CEO and co-founder of Bullseye PR. And for those of you just tuning in today, uh, we've actually been touching on some successful campaigns that Bullseye PR uh, has launched, um, some very inspiring things, how to be able to align your company with some cause marketing um, and really benefit yourself as well. And uh, of course, the inspiring story of how Bullseye PR got started. Welcome back, John. Thank you. And right before the break, John, uh, we kind of touched on uh, on one little piece, and I would love to hear a lot more about how you all leverage podcasts and social media for clients, and and some examples of that. I know when we were talking prior to the show, you uh, you were talking about how to really leverage um, uh, leverage podcasts. So how how do you how do you use them? Well, I'll tell you first a little bit of how we got into the podcasting thing because it's a funny story. Um, our clients were asking us to get to if, if we could produce audio content because everyone was starting to see these podcasts pop up in iTunes and this was probably as early as three or four years ago. And Chuck and I knew a little bit about it, but we really didn't we, we really didn't feel like we were qualified to do it yet. So we said, hey, you know, we, we better get good at this thing. So we, we would show up to the office every Saturday morning, brew a giant pot of coffee, get totally <laughs> over-caffeinated, and we would just record rants and, and indie music into a show that we never really intended for anyone to hear. We didn't care if anyone wanted to hear. We just did it so we, so we could get good at it. And... Uh, we, that show was called in, in no particular order. It's now uh, it's now three years old with uh, 160 episodes in the can and about 20,000 weekly subscribers. So and we never meant for it to be that way. We just thought it would be a show <laughs> that we would start and we'd practice and then we'd move on to other things. But uh, before we knew it, we had a, a, a little hit on our hands. And how exactly, how many pots of coffee does that represent? <laughs> that sounds like a lot of coffee. <laughs> That's a lot of coffee, yes. Um, but we're po- we're, where we've been finding podcasting has really come into play is when we're thrown a project that is super challenging. For instance, you're a niche B2B company where there's only so many traditional outlets you can go to to pitch stories. Right. And uh, one in particular is we represent a company called Renal Care Registered Nursing Services. Mm. And they are the leading provider for acute dialysis services for all the metro New York area hospitals. 
and it's a real B2B business, of course, because even if you get dialysis, you don't know who's, you know, who's providing it for you. You just know you're getting dialysis. Right, right. Right. There's really only, you know, three or four well-read nursing publications that are read by nurse administrators or nephrologists or anybody to do anybody that's in that industry. And after you've pitched those stories and got you've secured a bunch of profiles, what do you do next? So we said, hey, you know what? Rather than, than sit around and complain about the fact that there's not enough outlets, why don't we just create one? So we created a show for the company called The Nurses Station. It's hosted by Jim DiMaria, who's, who's the uh, principal owner at, at Renal Care. But it's not about their company. It's about anything that has to do with nursing, you know, Amen. all topics for, for nurses. And it's just sponsored by their company. So there's a, a you know, a 30-second ad spot at the top of the show and at the, at the tail. And we're a good 150 episodes into it now, and it's the most listened to nurse podcast in iTunes. That's wow. important. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, in other words, you you created this podcast for them because it created authority without it being self-promotional, which extended their credibility and visibility in the in the space. Is that the intent for why you launched the podcast for them? Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's great, especially when you're not being self-promotional because no one wants to hear you talk about how great and wonderful you are. Prove it to me and give me something right. that I can use as actionable even if I'm not going to do business with you, right? But it stays top of mind, and I think it creates goodwill for people. And while we never intended to promote renal care, oh, you know, we did. And it ended up, it ended up mm-hmm. being great for the company because, listen, you, you put a couple hundred ad spots up and have that many people listen to it over and over again, and something's going to happen. And it, it's generated an enormous amount of business for the company. Um, and they couldn't be happier, and, and Jim loves doing the show. He's now... Uh, he, he's now asked to speak all over the country. He's a contributing writer for Scrubs magazine, and it's really brought him into a different direction, which has uh, helped him not only as a nurse but as a nurse entrepreneur. Which is exciting. Now, how from a from a measurability standpoint, how are you how are you measuring success on that podcast for your client? You know, it's there are some that can be easily measured, and then there's the whole gray area where you have to kind of guess. And the the, the first place is just how big is your audience. And when you know that for a show like that, if you've got 15,000 weekly listeners, you know they're all nurses. So it's all their audience. Because if you're a welder, you're not going to listen to something called the nurses station. So it's easy to pinpoint the fact that the, it's a qualified audience. Okay. Um, and then the gray area stuff that comes in is, does, does anyone, does it equate into actual business? Does anyone call them and go, hey, I just listened to your show. I want to know more about your company. And in this case, the answer is yes. So for them, if they get one new account a year based on the fact that somebody heard them on the show, they, their their return on investment is a hundred times what they paid to produce the show, which is exciting. Uh, Plus, you also have all the other like exponential benefits, like you know having um, the, the gentleman that's the host and your client, you know having more of an expert status and being able to have you know speaking at other conferences and represent, which I'm sure fosters you know. Uh, a lar- you know, larger growth for his company as well. That's right. Yay. I love being um, right. It's not that often. Yeah, we, and and it, it's not always just about the, the difficult to promote brands as well. We, we do a lot of work in, in pop and rock music, and there's a band we represent called Migs. And they've recently been, they, they just spent the entire year on tour um, promoting a new album and opening for some really cool acts. And we sent them out on the road with little flip HD cameras mm-hmm. just 
it, just grabbing slice of life stuff. The diners they ate in, the the, the marquees outside of the, the places where idea. they played, and you know, just really life in the tour bus type things. And we turned it into a, a, a series of podcasts that was incredibly successful. And it really, there wasn't much music in it all. It was more about the band. Um, and then we we're, we're now experimenting with monetizing that, actually taking those the next phase of those episodes and mm-hmm. making them ninety nine cent downloads. So we found that there was, you know, they were getting ten thousand downloads. We said, hey, well, even if a small fraction of those people are willing to pay, let's turn this into a uh, let's turn it into another revenue stream for them. Right? Why not? Let me ask you a question. Do you find people were listening because, you know, people want to be a rock star and to have that sort of backstage pass, if you will? On an intimacy oh, level, yeah. is that what it? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You know what? The, the, a look inside of of the behind the scenes life of, of a rock star. How cool is that? So if, if you and we serve it up, kind of down and dirty. It's really done very freestyle. The the voiceovers are phoned in by the lead singer Don Miggs. He he actually phones them in. We we compress them into MP3s and we lay them in so that it feels like you're out there on the road with them. Oh, that's exciting. See, people always want to do that with Meg and I, but we just we just want to maintain our anonymity on that level. <laughs> um, sure, I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> but it does sound when I could I could uh, picture at least ten or fifteen of my colleagues who would be all about seeing the seeing the back door of a rock and roll band and what it's really like. Maybe they don't want to know what it's really really like but at least a, the fantasy, at least yeah. a, a pretty version of that and that sounds like a great way also and and how interesting that you're even able to monetize that um and find a way to monetize that that's really cool yeah or really let me cool. ask you a question have you looked at potentially being able to understand like who's actually listening to that and if it skews a certain way being able to just get corporate sponsors or you know uh you know, if it's skewing towards boys 15 to 25 or something, let's say, you know, going out to Axe, for example, um, the, the you know, the, the body spray. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about the band. I apologize. But being able to get like actual corporate sponsorship because it aligns well with that band. Yeah, we, we've done that with most of our shows. And the, the, the best way to do it is to put out a query right on the show. Um, hey, listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. And there's always a, an associated show notes page of a blog or a website that, that people can leave comments on every single episode. So we found when we've just asked that we'll get, you know, quickie comments. Um, you know, I'm a 29-year-old woman, uh, and I'm a pharmacist in Oklahoma. And that's, a, that's, what, that's the best way to figure it out. And then we can figure out which sponsors to go to. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. So you guys are truly a one-stop shop. I'd, I'd like to think of it. Yeah, you know, we we really embrace new media because soon it will be all media. <laughs> That's <how things laughs> true. Because everything else is pretty is pretty uh, uh, dying, unfortunately. Kind of a sad death. It's a re- everything's a regenesis. I just I'm a little scared because I just think that we're going to end up becoming like that movie Surrogates. We don't yeah. actually have to leave our home, and our our perfect picture of ourselves is going to go out running the streets with us. Um, John, I know we've just begun to touch the surface with you. Uh, very interesting interview. We unfortunately have come to the end uh, of the show. I've got a producer over here looking like he's going to land a helicopter. Happens every week <laughs> in the studio, <laughs> and my hair cannot be windblown today. Um, but I'd love to invite you back for another interview. 
Oh, it's been a pleasure. I'd love to come back anytime. Terrific. And thank you for your wonderful contribution today. Thank you. Oh, John, and wait a second before you leave. How can people yeah. find you? Would you yes. A, before, oh, gonna... you can you, you simply find us at bullseyepr.com. Perfect. And, and are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Gus123. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. Right. Oh, you're just everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's our well, tagline. We encourage people to, find, to seek you out. John, would you like to that's sing us right. out of this episode? <laughs> uh, well, I understand, I understand uh, that, that Meg would like me to sing to her. I'll do my best. Uh, do I have any background music, or am I just going to freestyle? You're going to freestyle, well, baby. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Meg, there's no better host than you. <laughs> Meg, there's no better host than you. Now you have to switch it over to Brandy. You're oh, close second, voice. You have quite sorry about Meg. <laughs> wow. There you go, guys. That was terrific. Thank you so much, John. We appreciate My it. Um, everybody, that was John Rarick. He's a CEO and co-founder of Bullseye PR. Uh, and again, this is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebEsterRadio.fm saying thank you so much and happy, happy birthday to Meg Walker-Robinson and, of course, her fabulous husband, Tom. Happy birthday, thank Meg. Thank you very much. We love you.